What's up, my confidence queens? Are you ready to feel confident as fuck? I'm your host, the confidence queen herself, Alicia Lechuga, and I am your confidence bestie. I went from trying to shrink my body in order to find happiness and approval to finally letting go of dieting, others' opinions, and inspiring hundreds of women along the way. This podcast is all about confidence, living unapologetically as yourself daily, and ultimate self-love. This is Confident as Fuck. Welcome back to the Confident as Fuck podcast and also Batty Week. You guys know all the month of December, we are doing Batty Week and we're doing these from the live calls on Zoom. I'm so excited because today we are hearing from our month four speaker of Batty Girls Club, a really, really good friend of mine, Chelsea, the Sabotage Queen. I'm so excited to not only have her in Batty Girls Club, but to give you guys another little taste. She's been on the podcast before. So if you guys have listened to her podcast episode, it is amazing. And today she's going to share with us why you want to hear her speak in Batty Girls Club. I cannot wait to have her. So thank you, Chelsea, for coming. Thank you for doing this. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for having me back. Like, it's such an honor. Yes. Yeah. She's spoken month. uh, I'm sorry. Season two of Batty Girls Club. And she's back. Here I am. I'm excited. All right. Should I just get going with like get into it? Let's get into it. Yeah. Okay. So I loved, first of all, Alicia reached out and was like, okay, for this little teaser and like how fucking generous, right? That you're doing this. I just think it's so cool. And it's like, I don't know. I just don't see that a lot. And I just think it's really fucking cool. So anyway, when you reached out and you were like, for the little teaser, I want you to talk about why embracing sabotage like makes all the difference. I was like, yes, this is so good. Like I could do this shit in my sleep. This is so important. It's so good. I'm not doing it in my sleep. I have a whole little cute, my little handy dandy notebook, but it's so important because I feel like it almost runs counterintuitive to the way that we automatically react when we do things that go against what we want, which is what we would call sabotage, right? So when we act in ways that are counterproductive to our goals and our dreams and things, we're like, why am I like this? Why am I like this? Tell me why I procrastinate things and I make fucking messes and I ruin all my relationships and I'm fucking avoidant and I'm this and I'm that. And it just like, I find that the way we react to our sabotage is typically to rub our face in shit. You know, that old way that like they taught us to like train dogs was to like rub their face in shit. I mean, now it's like horrifying, but like I grew up and like you rubbed your dog's face in shit. Like that's what you did. You're like, no. And you like shove their face in it. And I think I understand why people did that. I did it and why that's the way we treat ourselves. But it doesn't work. Like, I feel like none of us would be here listening to this podcast or in Batty Girls Club if it was like sabotage is not a thing I deal with. Like, we just wouldn't be here. Clearly, it's not effective. It doesn't actually enact change. And it actually perpetuates it, right? So I also, something that I have told my clients before is like, sabotage is going to be a fixture in your life for the rest of your life. So get fucking cozy. And that's not something people like to hear. It's not a pretty answer, but you're going to do stupid shit the rest of your life. 
Like you're just going to do dumb stuff for the rest of your life. So get used to it. You're going to make messes of your relationships. You're going to ruin things. You're going to do it wrong. You're going to stay up too late and you're going to oversleep for something important. You're going to pop off at the mouth. You're going to start fights. You're going to like overdraft on your bank account. You're going to get lazy. You're going to do all of it because all of it's human. And so I think we can get really fixated on this one track mind of trying to become like a robot, basically. Like we want to achieve enlightenment, which is like Alexa status, right? Like it's just like, oh, it's this algorithm and that algorithm. And like, there's no emotion and there's no like complications or complexities. And like, life just doesn't work that way. We don't like that, but it's just the case. And I think it's easier to be nice to yourself when you realize it's going to keep happening. <laughs> like you're going to keep messing up. You're going to keep doing the wrong thing. And so like screaming at yourself is not going to change it. I'm not saying we can't like limit the amount that we sabotage because I totally believe that we can. And it actually happens faster the less that we rub our face in shit, right? So how do we stop reacting with like anger? How do we embrace like, okay, sabotage is going to be a part of my life. I think- one part of it is to realize why are you sabotaging? Why are you doing things that are counterproductive, right? The main way that I see people like why they're sabotaging in the first place is honestly to take the edge off. I don't know like if y'all see this, but like, and we can be interactive. I don't have to do like a whole monologue. Like, I, I don't know how like you're visualizing it, but sometimes I'm like, okay, I've been talking like, but like <sighs> you're trying to take the edge off. You know what I mean? Like life is stressful. Life is hard. Things are going on. I mean, I'm in the middle of a move right now. It's been crazy. And the fights with me and Brandon have been more than normal because it's like, A, we don't know where anything is. Like everything is lost. Half the time we're taking freezing ass showers. Like the heat's not working. Like everything is fucking crazy. And so, yeah, sabotage is going to be up, right? Like, we're going to pick fights. We're going to be rude. We're going to do stupid shit. We're going to, like, just fuck up, right? We're going to maybe scroll more. We're going to procrastinate. I found myself during this time of just, like, destabilization, just, like, grabbing my phone and just, like, glazing over, like, a Krispy Kreme donut. I'm just, like – and then I'm, like, what the fuck am I even doing? I don't even know what I'm doing. The worst – I hate that I do this, but I get on my phone. Here it is. I don't know if you guys do this, but I, like, open my phone – I like check my text messages. I delete, I get out of that. I I open Facebook. I get out of that. I open Instagram, scroll, scroll, get out of that, check my email. And I can just loop through that checking like, and there's nothing new. And I'm like, what the actual fuck am I doing with my life? What's happening? What's happening right now? And I would call that like sabotage, right? Like you're just taking the edge off. You're trying to survive. And I think a lot of the time sabotage is us just doing our best to survive. We're like trying really hard. We're in overdrive. Maybe even life feels a little too good. And we're just trying to take the edge off. We're trying to get relief. And that's a strong drive in people, right? Like it's the age old thing of like what we go towards pleasure or we avoid pain. And I think seeking relief is kind of both. Like you're seeking pleasure, you're seeking relief and you're avoiding pain. So you're like, how do I get relief? So inside of this talk, it's like why embracing sabotage makes a difference. It's 
like having it make sense changes the game for me. And I've seen that for everybody that I've talked to. It's like the second that they understand that, oh, the way I'm behaving actually makes fundamental sense. There's not as much shame or anger or rage. I mean, sometimes maybe, but when it's like, oh, like, yeah, I'm just trying to fucking survive because this shit is crazy out here. Like 2023, like the world is crazy. It's just crazy. Like me and Brandon talk about like what what it would have been like living like 400 years ago or a thousand years ago. What the fuck ever? Like all your goal was, was like, don't get eaten by tigers and like find food. Like life is just so much more complex and our nervous system is going a million different ways. And we have a thousand things we can reach for to take the edge off. So of course we do. Right. And these things are wired against us anyway, like our phones and stuff. They're wired as like slot machines. So, of course, we do it. So can we have grace? Can we say, you know what? What I'm doing makes so much sense. Can you remember what I'm saying right now and just take my word for it? Even if you're like, yeah, but I still suck and I can't believe I'm doing this. Like maybe there can be a little voice that we implant that's like, yeah, you're just trying to take the edge off. Like you're just trying to survive. It's okay. And that can create some space for just like openness, curiosity, and it can create the space for change. Because when you're beating yourself into a bloody pulp, you don't have a lot of energy to like (laughs) start the new year with this like killer fucking yoga routine. And like, I'm going to start eating like fucking broccoli and shit. It's like, no, dude, if you're trying to like survive, nobody gives a fuck about broccoli. Nobody gives a fuck about a new fucking yoga routine. Like nobody cares including your nervous system. It's like, no, we're just trying to survive. I don't care that you have these big goals and dreams because they're super low on the totem pole of like what matters right now, you know? So like, be nice to yourself. Be nice to yourself. That's like my number one thing inside of the sabotage work is like, be nice. Be nice, be nice, be nice. Because like, like what I just said is when you scream at yourself for sabotaging, you were sabotaging in the first place to take the edge off right? Now you're yelling at yourself because you tried to take the edge off. So now you need to take the edge off even fucking more. And do you see how this compounds? And then we drive ourselves into the ground and we wonder why our life looks the way it looks. And like, why aren't we chasing our dreams like that fucking girl on Instagram? It's like, because you're not being nice to yourself and you don't have the energy for it. So it makes a lot of sense. All right. So embracing sabotage equals grace and compassion and forgiveness. Even when it's the last thing you feel like you should be doing, like it doesn't even feel loud. It's like, oh, this is so counterproductive, so counterintuitive. I'm not allowed to be nice to myself right now. I just overslept. I just completely sabotaged like a speaking gig or uh, like a new routine or name your thing, right? Like fill in the blank. Do it anyway. Be nice to yourself because it's the only way. It's honestly the only way. Oh my God, this has been flying. The only other thing that I wanted to bring up, I'm like, is this fun? Are you having fun? Is this like landing? A hundred percent. Okay. Okay, guys. I'm speaking for everyone else who is listening too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. The last thing I wanted to end with is a hot take. I was like, ooh, I can put this on Instagram, but I wanted you guys to hear it first. My hot take is that like sometimes maybe it's not sabotage. It's just who you are. Now, hold your horses for a second because that's like, whoa, that's rude. But sometimes I think there are ways of being that are just our personalities. They're just the way our brains work. 
And we see a lot of things on social media about like, I don't know how to like fucking hack your system or be more effective or be more this or be more that. And that's great. Like we're always chasing, you know, bettering ourselves and whatever. But sometimes I think, what if it's just who you are? And and so let me give you an example. I have two examples here. I remember I had a friend and she's older. And I do think this is part of the piece that comes with getting older and maturing. Like you see in older people, they're just like, not fighting themselves in certain ways anymore. And I think there's there's some beauty and there's some wisdom there. She, it was like Christmas time a few years ago. And she was like, I used to beat myself up so bad. And I was like, why can't you just get these fucking Christmas cards out on time? Like every year, every fucking year, you know the date that it's going to be. And then you don't get them on time. You don't order them. And then you don't go to the post office to send them. Like, what is wrong with you? And she told me she was like, one year, I was like, no, I don't care. I'm just a person who doesn't get Christmas cards in the mail on time. I don't care. Like, that's what it is. And I'm not going to try to fucking change it. I'm not going to fight the system. And I think sometimes we need to stop fighting the system. You're just fucking messy sometimes. Like, who gives a shit? It just takes too much energy to fight yourself on certain things. It's not worth it. I had an example of this. I wrote an email about this, but I, you know, those plastic straws you buy to like, they're like reusable and you like buy them. So you feel good about yourself and you're like saving the fucking sea turtles and all that shit. And you're like, okay, I'm doing a good job. Like I'm not buying the like plastic ones and stuff. Great. I would buy these things, drink smoothies out of them. And then I hated cleaning them. So I'd throw them in my sink and I'd let them sit for like a week and a half. Brandon wouldn't touch them. And I'd let the smoothie stuff just take inside until it was like, like fucking archaic like it's not coming out right and then I'd be so grossed out that like I'm not gonna be able to clean it out that I just throw them away and one time I looked in the sink and there were like five of them like these crusty straws just like staring up at me from the sink and I was like why are you like this and then I was like no I mean I was a little meaner than that to myself but I had this like moment of clarity where I was like no fuck this shit fuck the sea turtles fuck it. I'm not willing to speak to myself like this. I will buy a pack of reusable straws once a week for the rest of my life. I will drink out of them and then I won't clean them. And then I'll throw them in the trash can before I'm willing to talk to myself like this. They're fucking straws. Like give yourself some perspective, dude. This is just who you are. You're just going to drink them and you're not going to clean them. And I'm not going to fight against it. I'm not going to buy a $700 course on how to fucking clean my straws when I'm done. I'm just going to accept that I'm a nasty bitch and I'm not going to fucking do it, you know? And like the peace that I had, I didn't have to fight against myself constantly. Not everything is sabotage. I think that's a cop-out. I think that's a way we can, like, I think we can use sabotage against ourselves. We can weaponize it against ourselves and be so rude and so mean be like, what's wrong with you? Why are you like this? Why are you sabotaging? And maybe it's not sabotage. Maybe it's just one of your things. And what if you don't need to fix it? Like you really need to ask yourself, is this worth this level of self-abuse? Is it worth it? And like nine times out of 10, it's not. Like the peace that you would feel from not fighting against the reality of some of your behaviors is going to give you lifetimes more energy, joy, presence, like peace of mind versus like, okay, you becoming a person that's always on time. Like 
sometimes we just need to accept certain things. I'm like, I'm going to be five to 10 minutes late for most things. I was on time today. So proud. But like most of the time, I'm going to be five minutes late. Who gives a fuck? I don't care. You know what I mean? So yeah, just be nice to yourself. Like, I think the human experience, like we just need to stop fighting it and we need to start embracing it more, giving ourselves more love, more grace, even when it doesn't feel allowed. And that is going to be worth more than like never sabotaging again for the rest of your life because that's not happening. So that's my little speech. What do you think? (laughs) Well, I love it. I love you, of course. And I think what's really powerful about your message and why I want to continue having you in Batty Girls Club and having you on the podcast and all these things is because it's massive permission. And it's also just such a weight off of our shoulders. Like we don't have to be constantly feeling this like guilt and shame of these things that we're talking about because it's so much permission to just allow that to be okay for a second. And what I think is the key of allowing it to be okay is that you get to move on so much faster instead of like you're saying like the compounding effect. And also what I got really excited about when you were talking is if you guys have been listening to the podcast or you've been on these calls over the last few days is the way that Batty Girls Club is set up is not just like random speakers popping in, right? It is guest speakers, but they're curated in a specific order to help you really work through this stuff. So we talked about the visualization with Brittany in month one. Then we talked about Jaden yesterday and really putting motion and movement into that vision and also making sure that it's actually what we want. When I heard, when we're talking about the straws, I'm like, we're visualizing this one aspect of how our life is going to look. But then Jaden is really saying like, is that really what you want? Is it checking all the boxes? And that's very similar to what we're doing here is we're like kind of peeling back these layers and saying like, okay, you said you want to be this bitch that saves the sea turtles and buys all these reusable straws, but really, is it what you want? Because do you really want to be cleaning these straws? No, you actually don't. So we're taking the guilt and the shame away from not wanting that. And that's fucking okay. Like I had the same type of kind of, um, realization when I was like, I'm going to be this vegetarian vegan who like eats all these colorful vegetables and like, you know, green drinks, green juices and all this stuff. I am a trashy bitch from Texas. Like, let's just fucking face it. I am. I love that about me. And once I gave myself permission not to be this version of myself that I thought I wanted because it didn't check any of the other boxes. I mean, I couldn't eat hamburger helper. Are you kidding me? Like what? I mean, I could maybe make it with vegan meat, but you know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't check other boxes. And once I allowed that to just be like, okay, you didn't fail. You didn't fucking give up on something that you truly wanted. Like it just wasn't aligned to you. And once I added letting that be okay, the peace of mind I had was just so great. So when we're talking about why embracing sabotage and really allowing it to be okay is important, these are the things that we're talking about. And this is what, like Chelsea was saying, this is just a small little taste of the things that she's going to do inside Batty Girls Club. And I cannot wait for that in month four. If you guys are listening to this on the podcast, before I give it over to anybody who wants to ask questions, if you guys are listening to this on the podcast and you're just like, first of all, follow Chelsea. She's going to be linked down below for you guys. But second, if you guys are like, yes, I've been listening to this all week. 
I've been listening to the replays of Batty Week. You guys can get into Batty Girls Club still because we're starting on January 8th. The link for that is going to be below for you guys. We have five women in now. I can't wait to see how many more people are going to join. I can't wait for it to be a huge party. One of our baddies is on the call right now. So I'm going to turn it over and let Crystal, if she has any questions, I'm going to let her ask a question if she has one. Yes. So first and foremost, I love your energy, Chelsea. And I like how it's parallel to like Alicia's. And I could tell very much that you love to work with women who are parallel with you, like as an energy and, and all that. Right. So that's really great. But I did have a question imposter syndrome like I feel like when there's imposter syndrome there's like self-sabotage as well like it goes kind of hand in hand so it just kind of it's just kind of making me think that way like we live in a world where you get on Instagram and everything is so fucking nice beautiful everyone's succeeding and all that and it causes that imposter syndrome then the self-sabotage so yeah I mean, would you say like that you feel the same way? Oh, a hundred percent. I literally, like I started recording a YouTube. I've recorded 800 YouTube intros because <laughs> I'm a little bitch, a little baby bitch. And I'm <laughs> feeling so imposter syndrome about it. And I, mm-hmm. and I think so you, you didn't like, I think it like what you're saying is, or what I want to say back to you sorry, I'm getting tongue tied. And this is like my second cup of coffee, which is a no, no, but I did it anyway. (laughs) Because I think neutralizing it, like, I think we get in this mindset of trying to like eradicate it. We like treat sabotage and imposter syndrome, like a rat problem. And we're like, we need the rat traps and we need the like pest guy to come out. We need to stick it in like whatever we need to like eliminate the rats. And it's like, no, like these are more like I'm just trying to think of something like little nuisances. You're going to live with the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's something I also have OCD and it's something that I've had to come to terms with inside of OCD therapy was like thoughts, like intrusive thoughts, whatever you want to call it. Like it, the goal is not to eliminate them and get them rid of them. And I mm-hmm. think sometimes in like self-help and personal development, we get really, f- at least I have focused on trying to like, how do I get rid of, how do I strangle imposter syndrome in my life? How do I cut the air out of sabotage? And instead I kind of want to think of it like, no, it, it gets to float around and be there. And based on the things that are happening in your life, it might flare up. Like if change is happening and stuff, or you're trying to like go out and pursue a big goal, like it's almost actually like a green light that you're headed in the right direction. Because if you think about it, imposter syndrome to me is like this guy that's like, hey, like you're about to leave your comfort zone. Don't do it. Like it's really scary out there because of all these things that happened to you in your childhood or whatever. Like it's dangerous. And you get to go like, oh, like I'm headed in the right direction because this part of me popped up because it's scared that like this is uncharted territory. I'm going the right way. And instead of getting fixated on how to get rid of the guy, just keep going forward with it maybe like saying things in the background, but it'll get quieter and quieter as you keep going. I don't know. What, what do you think about that? Does that answer? Yes, it does. It's almost, it sounds to me like you're, what you're saying is like, you're going down this road with all these fucking street signs that are telling you, Hey, watch out. Or like, there's a bump here, but these bumps are like probably previous trauma or like an awareness of what's going to happen next type thing, but go carefully, obviously pay attention to the signs, embrace them and just 
fucking go because you could do it. Yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. yes. 100%. Like, I love the way you put that. And I think, like, like, if there's a voice in your head for me, it's like, oh, you're a fucking loser or you're not aesthetic enough or whatever. I'm thinking about, like, YouTube. I'm like, you sound like an idiot. Or, like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Nobody cares, right? Like, that kind of imposter. Or, like, you don't live in a $2 million place that's, like, perfectly aesthetic. Oh, bitches in my you know? head. Yes. Yes. Or like your relationship's not perfect and like all this yeah. shit, like you should just fuck up and disappear off the face of the earth because nobody wants to hear from you. It just means that you're going the right direction. Like I actually want to kind of change our perspective with it and be like, oh, this is a green light for like headed to my dreams. Doesn't mean it's comfortable. Like it sucks yeah. having that like thing chirping in it the does. back of your mind. Mm-hmm. I also, I don't know, this is random. It kind of popped into my head. I also really like if I'm in that tender fledgling state of like heading into a new direction with a new venture, new relationship, new whatever, imposter syndrome is really present for me. I think something that can be helpful is to really turn down the voices, like mute anyone on Instagram or anything that seems to have all their shit together and doesn't really share the other side Because that, for me, like when I see perfect YouTubers, I immediately like want to crawl into a hole. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. I like do not know what I'm doing, right? This happened to me the other day. I saw a perfect YouTuber, like literally immaculate house, like dancing happily with their partner in the morning. And then there's lo-fi music and they're slowly like pulling the blinds up and all this shit. And I'm like, they have a different outfit every 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh my God. And then I found this old guy, this pocket on, on YouTube, this old man. And it's just like, you know, like your grandparents house behind him. That's what it looks like. And he's got his guitar and he's just sitting in front of his computer, singing his guitar for three minutes, singing covers. And I was like, oh my God, this is like, it was like all my trauma was healed. Cause I was Mm -hmm. like, this guy has no bells and whistles, nothing crazy. Like I think there's something so liberating, especially when you're in that tender space to be around lack of perfection or like, you know what I mean? Like something more um, raw um, and really kind of parental sensor everything else that you're intaking. So cut all the voices that you think are like aesthetic or perfect or have it all together and really just like protect yourself and your innocence at all costs because you know that the experience you're going to maybe go through. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Almost as you want to find a parallel from where, like where you're, where you're at and how you're like starting basically. Cause you'll get there to the fucking edits and all that. And the crisp, even the video, like quality and all that you'll get there. But yeah, that could, it's, it's nice to see and it's pretty cool. But when you're doing it, it could be intimidating. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yay. There's this girl. She's she's on YouTube. And I remember the video series she does is starting ballet in her like late 20s. And it's the coolest thing. Just like her experience. And like, you know what I mean? So maybe looking up YouTube. I don't know. I really love YouTube. It helps me if you want to look up like people starting things. It could be like reassuring. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think for me where I'm at, it's, I, I did the, the start already. It's just like attaining it. Like, yeah, what I'm working on right now is basically like, how can I 
keep my clients and have them refer me more clients type thing in my business, you know, because yeah, I have yeah. my business and then I have my personal life, which is a fucking mess as well. But because my personal is a fucking mess, I feel like my business is a mess personally, even though it doesn't seem like that to my clients. Does that make yeah. sense? So, yeah. yeah, but we'll get to that. I'll share more um, season three. I'm so excited. <laughs> can't wait. I know. I cannot wait. I am so excited. I'm so excited mm-hmm. for us to like, I'm ready for January 8th to be here so that we can just start. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast again. Stay tuned because we have another two speakers coming for Batty Week in the next two weeks of the podcast. You guys are even going to get an extra episode, which I can't wait to share with you. Thank you, Chelsea, again for coming. Thank you for doing the live and also the podcast. I love you guys. I will see you guys next week.